lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Outsports Podcast Network, and it's Thanksgiving! Uh, it's a holiday, and I hope all of you are having a great time on your holiday right now, whatever you do to celebrate. And if you're not celebrating, celebrate along with us. I don't know. I know it's just a, an American thing today, but whatever. Do something for yourself. Treat yourself. It's always fun. Um, but Thanksgiving for this show always means a special time to kind of step aside from the normal uh, format of the show. No long-form interviews, no show reviews or anything like that. We just want to have one small morsel of pro wrestling to munch on here at the show to have a good time, just to take a break from serious conversations and and have a few laughs. And of course, here to do that with me, as always, my lovely spouse, Casey. Yo. <laughs> Yo, indeed. Um, so every year I put out the call on Twitter for people to suggest matches for us to watch. Obviously, that has resulted in us watching uh, Andre the Giant Panda beat up a bunch of people. And last year, uh, the amazing performance by referee Bryce Remsburg in the Invisible Man versus Invisible Stand match that <laughs> you adored. Um, this year, uh, the people came through again. This is, <laughs> <play> bad. <laughs> this is literally the first thing that was suggested to me. And as soon as it was suggested... 100%. This has to be a done it. deal. Has to be it. We are uh, talking about Max the Impaler's debut in Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling from earlier this year at the semifinal night of the Tokyo Princess Cup tournament against Palm Harajuku. Um, <laughs> which, if you have not seen this match, I implore you. To go seek it out and find it because one, it is a amazing showcase for Max that might be a little bit outside of the wheelhouse that you've seen Max in. Two, I can't think of a, a better way to introduce yourself to to Palm Harajuku, honestly, than in this match. And three, um, I don't know, it's short and hilarious. Like that, I I think that really sums sums it up. Uh, and from an overall perspective for me there, I'm, I'm curious to talk to you because I know in previous shows we talked about like, you know, you being very interested in watching more of the, the Joshi stuff, the, the women's wrestling out of Japan as opposed to America. Um, and I feel like this was another reason why I really latched onto this once it was suggested to me, um, by patches, high patches. Um, to throw it out there because it feeds into that as well for you. I'm curious to get your take on on these two. Uh, I don't <laughs> just I don't even know how to ask the question honestly. <laughs> this was an amazing match in so many different ways that, as you just asked me that sort of funky worded question, which I totally know what you're trying to ask me. Um, I just, all of the thoughts came at once, and I could not form words. It just overwhelmed you. This, I think, is probably my favorite 
Max the Impaler match. Yeah. I've had the pleasure of watching them live in quite a few shows at this point. Um, and I, I, you know, I love live shows because um, they really just draw me in. And Max live in the ring is amazing too but the camera angles for this match just Mm -hmm. like you said showcase max amazingly yes yes a hundred percent and and same with palm of course too um but you know of course i'm much more familiar with max and um it so it was just so much it was so exciting for me to see um them just like fucking shine yes a hundred percent i mean it's a complete this is a major thing that people have pointed out when talking about max's time in tokyo joshi pro earlier this year um which wasn't the only company that they worked for while they were over in japan during this time but um just the dynamic that max represents inside of the typical presentation of tokyo joshi pro um because you know while i will admit i am not the most learned Tokyo Joshi Pro fan. There are plenty, plenty of people out there that know way more about this promotion than I do, and way more about a lot of the people in it than I do. But from my understanding about Tokyo Joshi Pro, it's very much in the line of similar Joshi promotions where it's a bit of a mix of humor, athleticism, some strong style, hard hitting action stuff, more traditional athletic pro wrestling, mixed with uh, that Japanese idol culture. And, and music and so it's a big mash mishmash of pop culture in a way that creates a distinct presentation and Tokyo Joshi Pro kind of skews more towards that that pop culture in for the most part there are plenty of, don't, don't do not get me wrong there are plenty of outstanding wrestlers that wrestle for them regularly um, in terms of what we think what I think the general populace would think of in terms of a good wrestler, someone like a, a, a Miyu Yamashita or um, you know Maki Ito, even though Maki Ito is a bit of a blend of both of those um, who has really gotten big over in the states. but uh, yeah, it's a completely different environment than you would think to see Max in. I mean, it's called the Tokyo Princess Cup. yeah yeah. But for me, as a trans mask person who, I don't know, I find that fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, like, perfect. Because obviously they don't necessarily fit that princess role. And I don't know, that just... <sighs> but it just helps, like, make Max stand out that much more and makes Max that much more of a dynamic figure within it. And also good representation. Very good representation. We will definitely get to that, because one thing I do love about this is that there are multiple times, whether it be the ring announcer or the commentators, you do hear them refer to non-binary in terms of gender. Now, granted, that is also because of Max's nickname, the non-binary nightmare, but it's still fucking in there. But it's still fucking in there. You damn right it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a little bit of, of I, I told you I, before, off the air, I, we were talking about this, and I told Casey there's a little bit of, of, of con- pre context to this match. So obviously, this is Max's TJPW debut. The way that they set this match up, 
um, was that Max went to the offices of Tokyo Sport, which is probably the most predominant publication in Japan covering pro wrestling, as well as other sports. You know, they do like a big year-end awards for, for pro wrestling there. They, they cover a lot of things. So they, 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 Max went to the Tokyo Sport office with a camera crew and just ran roughshod over the building <laughs> trying to find Palm Harajuku. <laughs> and when they couldn't find Palm, they kidnapped one of the employees and stole a bag of Yoza, <laughs> which they later found the, the employee and was recovered and sent back to work. But, quote, the dumplings were all gone. <laughs> good on Max. Yes, very good on Max. So that's how they kind of set this matchup up, really, was that like Max was out there looking for Palm, and then Palm had to face her, I guess, demon in a way. <laughs> this, the non-binary nightmare. Exactly. Which kind of which leads us into the match itself. Obviously, this happened on the semifinal night of the Tokyo Princess Cup, like you were talking about earlier. And so, I don't know. It it really fits this this interesting way of where Max fits into this, but it also feels like Max fits perfectly into this into this realm. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, there's there there were just kind of a lot of common tropes mm-hmm. in this match um like between like size dynamics um yeah like max being like super tough and buff mm-hmm. um a very imposing palm figure very imposing whereas palm is like <laughs> tiny and adorable yes like, and just looks like she is going to break. Exactly. And Max could very well break her <laughs> at any at any point and makes many attempts to do so in this match. Um, I, I do love that you got the kick out, a kick out of uh, me telling you like Palm's nickname. Uh, according to Monthly Pioresu, um, the eternal three-year-old, <laughs> which definitely showed up here in this match. You saw a lot of great facial expressions a lot of great emoting from palm whether it be the the fear that she showed the abject terror at times <laughs> the the creeping and crying in pain and oh my god um well take me through a little bit of, of your favorite moments from from this or anything that stands out to you in particular so the main thing that I mean, th- like I said, the dynamic between them was like the main, the sort of main thing that stood out to me. The thing that was really impactful for me, um, and part of the reason why I've been wanting to see some of the Tokyo jo- Tokyo Joshi Pro, Tokyo Joshi Pro um, matches, is because um, kind of that uh, like Japanese pop style. Um, that, you know, is definitely reminiscent of anime. Mm -hmm. Um, But a huge part of it actually is, um, like, just being a Japanese-American person, this is a really good way for me to connect to that part of my culture, which um, I don't have a lot of connection to, Mm. thanks racism. Um. So, sorry, I'm getting a little bit deep. Um, 
But basically, my grandma is from Japan. Um, she married a black man. And they experienced a lot of racism. Go figure. In the U.S. Who would have thought? So, of course, my grandma being an immigrant who spoke English as a second language, who was married to a black man in the midnight, the mid-century. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, what her takeaway was is that, you know, we're American now. We speak English. Not part of Japanese culture. Um, like nothing. But so so it feels like there's like not a lot of connection. But I think that this is... I think that this can be a common experience for Japanese Americans, um, particularly because of like World War Two. Yeah. Um, there is. I just I and like maybe it's because of where I'm at, like, um, geographically. Um, it's harder I feel like to find places where a lot of us kind of congregate to have that sort of shared culture or sense of shared culture, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like there's some times like around Lunar New Year that um, we have some stuff going on in Portland that we go to, but I don't know, just there's, there's stuff that is familiar to me um, that, that I can connect with like culturally with this, even though it is very much pop culture. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, I know this is not Japanese, like actual, you know, how Japan is like, well, I mean, as palm. <laughs> pop culture is still part of culture. I know. know. It's just like yeah. very anime. It's not like the historic culture. Yes, yes, se. yes. Yeah. But it's it, like pop culture. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a way for me to connect to that. And that's why that feels good for me. Like that's, that's the huge meaningful sort of takeaway for me mm-hmm. and then just having max be in the first match that you've shown me with this was just like <laughs> chef's kiss yes like it's just the it's the two the two things that need to come together at the right moment and and just create a blissful little seven minute thing for you to sink your teeth into no i completely understand that you know and and i think that's one of the main reasons why i've jumped at I, well, obviously I haven't jumped at the chance because we haven't watched a lot of stuff together, but like why I have been excited to show you stuff from places like Tokyo Joshi Pro, like Stardom, like Seedling, um, and like even like DDT, you know, which Max ended up, that was the uh, one of the other companies that Max worked for while they were over in Japan because, you know, one of the things whenever Max went over there and the first match you see is Palm, like a lot of people were like, well, what Max is not binary, why? And they're already slated into like the women's division of like major companies that they've worked with, whether it be NWA, Ring of Honor, you know, that sort of thing. Um, even though that's not, you know, their gender. Right. Um, but and so when they see that Max is going over to to work at Tokyo Joshi Pro without consulting Max or how Max thinks about these things, a lot of people jump to the thing like, oh, well, they're just putting them in a women's division again what that's frustrating to see when not actually understanding that like there's a there's something to there's there's something to play with there 
in in that way, but also the fact that like you don't know what else Max is going to do while over in Japan, and that worked out well because when Max worked a, a DDT show, they wrestled against men. You know, like it's not there wasn't a a gender separation there outside of the fact that Max is working in an all women's promotion that took at TJPW. As opposed to DDT, which has you know multiple genders mm-hmm. wrestling there. Vinny, you know Vinny, the the um, the, probably the most famous LGBTQ wrestler in all of Japan, and arguably the one of the most well-known international wrestler, LGBTQ wrestlers, much less just pro wrestler out of Japan for a lot of people here in the states. You know, regular wrestler with DDT Re- has been multi-time champion in DDT. So the people at DDT get it to mm-hmm. to a great extent, and and I think that there's a lot there was a lot of trust that could be placed in those hands, especially since you know DDT and, and TJPW are owned by the same parent company as well. All right, Yens, thank you so much for tuning into LGBT in the Ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black design by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. A big thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666, off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT check out that service uh, you can follow the show on twitter at lgbt ring pod you can follow me on twitter at wonderboy otm and if you're into video games definitely check out my video game news show the mr video game super show i co-host that with uh, twitch streamers slacker kite and lady Merwin every monday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific over on twitch.tv slash dead sun entertainment uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment, sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. I, I'm glad that this match in particular had both of those elements for you and were able to like give you a... a, a a bit of both of those things at the same time. You know, that was another reason why whenever Patches suggested this match to me, <laughs> I was just like, this is fucking perfect. Especially when we talk about on a holiday that's supposed to be all about family, right? <laughs> chosen and in blood, honestly. Yeah, mostly chosen, but well, I mean, I don't think my family regularly listens to this, so. I don't think so either, but it's all right. My mom might listen to it. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, she may not be my blood, but I do like your mom. Hey, we're married now. <laughs> She's your blood. Um, <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so the match itself. Palm is amazing. Palm is great. My favorite moment of the match, though, 
um, outside of uh, Max saying bye bye to finish the match with the, with the lariat was Palm just wanting to leave, just wanting to walk away, yes. just wanting to give up. And then you had Raku and and Yuka um, Yuka Aino uh, there on the outside of the ring, basically dragging, dragging her back. <laughs> and, and then you, I okay. You like recognized I I I I don't know that much Japanese honestly, but you recognized a word there that stood I know out to small, you. Small basic phrases. All the Japanese I know is through pro wrestling, so I, I I will like you know more than I do, more than likely. Well, I heard um, one of the folks. I'm not sure which one. It was Raku, I think. Um, Bill Combate. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's the translation necessarily. I I don't know if it off the top of my head. That's just like that's that to me is the expression that I have picked up on. Mm-hmm. If you get what I mean, because oh, like yeah. again, my my grandma, we asked, we actually did ask to learn Japanese, and that was something that was definitely shut down. So most of the Japanese that I know is from anime mm-hmm. again, and that is a very that's something that you just hear a lot, of course. So, Raku telling Pop to just go for it on the ring apron, and then the very limp, like two thumbs up, like yay. Pom ever determined gets back in the ring, and then immediately runs into a roaring Max and just shies away. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah, this is oh God. We were both just laughing, uh, just immensely at this at this performance. And I was just in awe because, like, I felt like I've been able to see Max up close at live shows, and like I said, it was just it felt like a a different experience for me, like. Being able to see every fucking thing that they did to, like, expression-wise, the the ribbon at the end. Yes, um, taking taking their trophy. Yes. Um, <laughs> taking one of Palm's ribbons. Um, <laughs> and... Which, funny story, they wrestled in a tag team match at the final of the Tokyo Princess Cup. Uh, and, again, uh, Max took another trophy... And again, lariated her into oblivion during that match as well. So Max left with a couple of palm trophies <laughs> uh, from this from this tour. Uh, but yes, I feel like Max is a good representation of my burly masculine side, and Palm kind of. I'm I'm also a cat girl, so there's that, that there's that closeness there. So mm-hmm. the two competing sides. There you go. It was like an internal <laughs> battle for you. Yep. In a way. Okay. I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm storing these things away for future thi- future matches to show to to show you at some point. So no, th- I'm I'm really happy that we were able to have that, and you know, especially to see all the connections being made there and but at the same time just turning our brains off 
for seven minutes and just having fun with something, seeing Max in a way that, like you said, we don't get to see Max in a lot of times. Most of the time here in the States or over in the UK, like we see Max very much like brawling or hardcore or as this, as a more of a, a monster without the humor aspect of it outside of whenever they yell at the referee to shut up yeah. at Cascadia. That was just a outstanding I think that made more people laugh than anything else on that show. <laughs> Just like, get the fuck out of Max's way. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts here as we kind of wrap things up? Because we got holiday stuff to do. I know everybody else has holiday stuff to do here. So we want to keep everybody for too long. But I need- probably say it every fucking year, but I hate Thanksgiving. Yeah. I am just Scrooge though and I hate this this is not a merry time I'll just <laughs> say but don't tell Ashton Star I that. do like eating food yes good food mm-hmm. and I will enjoy bits and pieces of spending time with the blood relatives <laughs> yeah I, I completely understand that you know I still for the longest time, I kind of redefined the holiday in my mind outside of like the colonist stuff to be more of just like, you know, about being with family and you know, being out on the West Coast and not being able to see my East Coast family. Like, I do value being able to spend time with with your family, but at the same time, I, I think I most value being able to spend that time with, with you. However, I am super excited to spend time with my non-binary nibblings. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, because we doubled. They are yes, <laughs> we doubled in a year. As they're getting older, um, you know, they are finding themselves, and it's just it's been nice watching that over time. But I don't get to we don't get to see them very often in no, person. We don't. So, yeah. like I said, bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Like I said, we have a quartet now. Of <laughs> to sit around the table and the gay agenda it's growing it's fucking growing what's the non-binary equivalent i don't know if there's an equivalent <laughs> for an agenda but we can just go with like i will have to think about it I, anybody I just, any any of y'all non-binary people listening to this you have to dm brian or or tag brian and something about what the non-binary agenda's actual name is yeah just at LGBT in the ring pod, LGBT ring pod. Just at me on Twitter or, or, or Instagram rather, because Twitter is fucking dying slowly. Oh. Um, but but yeah, at me somewhere, DM me. I, I'm very curious to hear. I just automatically jumped to non-binary finery, but that doesn't really work in the context of an agenda, so to speak. Yes, but oh, maybe non-binary refinery. Power to the people. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> workshop this. <laughs> Hey, I can get on some Fred Hampton shit. Power to the people, people of the power. Um, anyway, that's going to do it. Very odd place to end the Thanksgiving <laughs> fun. Watch Maxi and Paler beat the shit out of Palm Harajuku show and, and adore over this match type of show. But that's that's where we're at right now. Um, KC, thank you so much for coming on the show again. And I can't wait to do this with you again next year. Yes, and I will probably say I hate Thanksgiving then too. That's all right. That's okay. I like these. uh, I like the little fun 
I like this as a tradition yes. for us. So exactly, uh, I do too. Yeah. And as long as this show is running, it's going to be one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay y'all. safe. Yes, y'all, stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted if at all possible. Because same goes for monkeypox. And of course, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, no matter where or who you are celebrating with, chosen or blood, family. Um, you always got a home here, at least in your ears. So, Everybody peace. Bye. She made a deal with the demon so her lover could live When the moon is high and the devil is driving stick It's the formula 666